The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. to the panel discussion, your home for comic book talk every week right here on the network, BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, your host, and I'm joining me uh, across the table, Will Smith. Will How's it going, everybody? Will Smith in the house. And, and we have the third musketeer. Yeah, that's me. Happy New Year, y'all. We d- Hi, <laughs> I'm Micah. <laughs> Always have been. Always will be. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. Damn straight. We okay, talked okay. about how many musketeers we had the yeah, other day. Yeah, it was so. five. So I already called Oliver Platt. Well, okay. Yeah. Can so I be I'll Charlie? Charlie. Yeah, you can be I Sheen. I want to be Charlie Sheen. Oh, no, gosh. I want to be Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, why would he you was want the my... guy who has AIDS? Well, he doesn't have AIDS yet. He has HIV. I mean, look at Magic Johnson. He's fine. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure he's the cure for AIDS. You pay that guy 10 grand, walk up, lick him, good to go. <laughs> Is he like a toad? You get high, too? No, no, no. I, I don't think... I think you get to savor the flavors, which is the magic. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. What musketeer are you taking? If you only... Chris O'Donnell over there, man? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't no, know. No, you're Chris O'Donnell. He's uh, definitely a Chris O'Donnell type. Was, I'll take Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, yeah there you go. Go on and do yeah, some kung, I mean, kung fu I laundry. Mean, it's either Chris O'Donnell or Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want. Never mind. Uh, I'm just gonna leave that alone. Uh, well, I, no, I'm pretty sure Easy E was also one of the Musketeers, right? Because he he had the AIDS. Emilio? No, 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 no. Easy E, you know, like like from Compton. That he no, he was in a different group, not the Musketeers. <laughs> they oh. ruled over Compton. Oh, I know. Okay, they had a lot of <laughs> gotcha. attitude, but that, they just didn't have the same attitude that the Frenchmen. Yeah, did. that wrestling promotion. <laughs> no, they no. Yes, the yeah. the the, D, the the wrestling promotion yes. that's now ran by Billy Corgan. Yes, the National no, Wrestling that's, Alliance. No, that's that's different from the other one. Two then what, different. Then entities. what is it? Yeah, uh, they just have attitude. Oh, okay. Like, is it a bad like the Attitude Era from WWF back yeah, in the a, day? It's about the same, yeah. Okay, then if it is about the same, then can it be the wrestling organization NWA? No. All different. right. This is very confusing. Matt, Easy E, our favorite musketeer over here. Thank you. I made it. You're Chris you O'Donnell. Did. You're Robin and uh, and a musketeer. I'll be all of them. Yeah. I don't care. I'll be whoever I got to be. That's not bad. I'll, I'll musket anything I, I, I have called to. Oliver Platt out of the gate. I called it on, on, on Sunday. I'm calling it again. <laughs> Oliver Platt's a beautiful man. All right. <laughs> I'm Kiefer. <laughs> <laughs> Kiefer what? Kiefer. Oh, I'm sorry that your wife weeps. Ah, <laughs> I'm not. Oh, I'm sorry. I misheard that. Oh, oh that's, my just, bad. My bad. that's just love leaving the body. Oh, God. <laughs> um, speaking of queefing, thank you so much, everybody, for the huge month of listenership that you uh, you like that transition that you guys gave it's us. A terrible transition. <laughs> yeah. I just, you're comparing their list, our, our, our beautiful, sensuous voices to queefing? <laughs> You've upset the Canadians. <laughs> what? And she queefed in my face. 
That's South Park. Park. Oh, okay, I get it. We're going at yeah. Strong woman. Yeah. It's strong. We're tail spinning fast. Here. Yeah. Okay. Let's um, get back on track. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, tail spins <laughs> a great show, Baloo. <laughs> King Louie. Just came in with another tail spin. <laughs> all right. Disney afternoon was great. We can all appreciate it. We certainly can. All right. We well, certainly can. Uh, since you mentioned Disney afternoons, so you guys want to talk a little Disney? Uh, Gina. From Mandalorian, our, our, th- our yeah. thick, scrumptious goddess. Our heartthrob. I know everyone's kind of upset with how she's handling herself on Twitter, but guess what? She ain't going nowhere. Well, this is the difference. Uh, she has an opinion. Yeah. Political. Uh, a lot of her co-stars also have opinions that are political, um, but yep. they can still operate. Operate together. And they can still. Yes. Uh, you know, pe- let's be honest. Everybody has a different point of view. Yes. It doesn't mean that yours is right, mine is wrong, vice versa. Well, it seems like now that's not so much the case. If you don't share the same opinion, you're wrong. And that's how this whole, like, cancel culture is. And that's Gina, uh, Twitter uh, being the stronghold here, trying to cancel her. Uh, yeah. But her co-stars and Disney and even her herself, she's not going anywhere. They're not no. killing off the character. She's coming back for season three. Yeah, she's going to have a role probably in some of the other well, let's, uh, shows. Let's, I okay, hope I mean, so. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. I mean, there, there, there's so much weird stuff. Like, I, I think we were talking about the whole possibility of a civil war within Star Wars creativity. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, there's a, a very prominent YouTuber, Star Wars Theory, who yeah. – was very emotional about the return of Luke Skywalker and one oh of the, my God, yeah. the members of the um something Pablo yeah, Pablo Hidalgo. Pablo, it, was Pablo just, Hidalgo. it was just yeah, Pablo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just yeah. shat all over him. Yeah. But I mean that's the I mean, it is what it is. I believe that It's uh, not is what it is when it comes to that. It's kind of fucked up because Well the Mark guy went to bat. And yes. he's like, Yeah, yeah. I mean we, we covered this last week when we talked about um you know uh uh Star Wars theory saying that, you know, Luke Skywalker helped him through difficult times. Yeah. When he was recovering from cancer treatment. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mark Hamill even went to bat. Mark Hamill kind of threw a little uh, yeah. a little dig where he's like, you know. Uh, Lucas, they're, yeah. they're kind of a damage control right now because I've they watched a couple are. other videos oh, yeah. and it's just yeah. bad. Like, it, it's, such a, it's such a bad look. I mean, this guy, he's the face of probably Star Wars fandom right now, I would say. I, yeah. I agree. His YouTube channel is humongous. Yeah. He's, he's a... He's emotionally invested. Yeah, and in, and, in, and, in, in and what in what they're what these guys are creating, like but I, but I I believe that like Pablo Hidalgo, everyone who is associated with the sequel trilogy, as far as that was their agenda, like they they have to be, and they're probably very pissed off because I I would go to five below five below, and I would see black series figures for Star Wars, which are normally twenty dollars for three twenty five. What? You'd get Rose Tico. You get Poe Dameron. You get Ray. You get Finn. They didn't sell well. Yeah. They did not sell at all. Look at the figures for the Mandalorian. They you, you can, can't you, get you them. Have, you have you can't get them. And what I'm you're paying double, sometimes triple market value to get these figures. That just shows you that the sequel trilogy failed. It failed. It Miserably. failed. Disney it blew up yeah. in their face. It, yeah. There's a lot of characters that are part of that trilogy that. You know, and we, we we go on and on about it, but, just, but just, that just weren't memorable. But like, well, just recently, Time 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 Magazine just released an article. Just this this wasn't like a little while ago. This is just recently. They released an article where they are poo pooing on the old Star Wars, saying that wasn't diverse enough, 
and that they have to call for diversity. How is it not diverse enough? I love it because they just focus on Obi-Wan Kenobi and Luke Skywalker and Anakin Skywalker and Han Solo, but they completely ignore uh, Leia, they, Lando, Mace, Chewbacca, Yoda, R2, 3PO. Like, this is space. So yeah. the diversity yeah. isn't just race. Yeah. It's race. It's And then the other thing that pissed me off was they shot on the fact, oh, the Empire only has whites in its that's the point. That's the point. They are stormtroopers. In the novels, they like Red Admiral Thrawn hid his alien identity yes. because the Empire didn't accept alien races into its organization. Right. But he yep. was such a great manipulative uh, mastermind that they had to accept him in. Uh, but it was still in a cloud and even, of and darkness. Even still, he yeah. was still. The other yeah. thing that pisses me off is they sh- in this Time magazine article they shit on the fact that no woman has welded a lightsaber, but they don't even know that Mara Jade, nineteen ninety three in the novels, had one. Yeah, exactly, and just yeah. erased her. Well, well, that's the problem. Yeah. They, they, I think we're gonna get. Also, I think we're gonna well, get okay, Mara okay, Jade. Wait, wait. No, uh, so. eventually, I, I think we so. will. Yeah. But we will. That's the other thing. Like Kathleen Kennedy, the head of Lucasfilm. She has gone on record as saying that the Star Wars expanded universe is not like the Marvel universe because there isn't a, a backlog of comics or novels that we can draw upon these characters. There is. You could have just adapted the Thrawn trilogy and people would have been so happy. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, they did. I mean, I've, I've talked about it. They They took things from the legacy Star Wars banner, uh, and they just changed names, they changed locations, they changed this, that, the other. Uh, I mean, um, they, I, they basically took it, but they didn't want to accept it, and that's kind of a way for them to not have to pay royalties to these authors who have written these 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 pieces of work. Right. No, yeah. I, I agree. There's a couple. I, th- I think I read something that there is an author or something there like is, that who, yes. who, out there who has not received royalties. They Oh, he, he, yeah. he wrote the, uh, the movie sure. books. He well, wrote he, all wrote the, the movie he wrote books. the movie books. He also wrote uh, Splinters of the Mind's Eye, which was the first like um, Star Wars novel that came out. It came out after Star Wars, before Empire, mm-hmm. uh, and it was kind of swept. Like it, it, it doesn't tie in exactly to like like Shadows of the Empire. It's so they, good. They wrote that after the fact, so they knew what dots they needed to connect between Empire and Jedi. Yeah, where Splinters of the Mind Eye came out before. Empire. So there's a little, there's a couple. Oh, it did. Yeah, really. The console's not even in Splinters of the Mind's Eye. No, it's Chewbacca. It's just Luke, Leia. Uh, I, I haven't Vader. read it, but I'm aware of that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I mean, th- th- it's just frustrating because uh, there's definitely some civil uprising. You got Favre and Filoni, who uh, Favre, who Favre. know what the people want. Well, because they're they, fans themselves. They, they are. are fans themselves. They and are. they are under the tutelage of George Lucas himself. I mean, we pretty can much al- directly. We yeah. can also see, like, look at look at Disney World. Uh, uh, Star Wars Land has been considered a flop by many because they focused too much on the sequel trilogy. They ignored the original characters. They ignored like like they should have just taken what Universal did with Harry Potter. The world, the wizarding world, yeah. and just do that for Star Wars. They were yeah. originally supposed to do that. They were, they were doing the land, a la Tatooine. It should have been, ta- yeah. And then, yeah. no, they, that's what they were going for. And then oh, they Kathleen were? Kennedy put the axe on, and she's like, "We're not catering to the fans of the past. 
we're catering to the fans of the future because the fans of the past are going to die off. So instead of doing a land where it's like Everybody you're walking into Star Wars, they did this generic planet that nobody's ever heard of that they're trying to uh, put into the mythos after the fact. It's just total bullshit. No, yeah, I, 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 I agree. Yeah, I get it's, you know, we t- we've talked about it so often on the show how Star Wars it just the last like ten years have been painful. But I mean, outside of outside of what the future looks to be, like Mando and stuff. It, I will say this: well, this guy over this. here hasn't watched uh, Clone Wars or Rebels. So, well, you know, a lot of people don't. Well, a lot of people I know don't, that's but, unfortunate. But I mean, even though that they did the overall direction, have you been like confident at all? Like it in the like take this take Star Wars probably six seven years ago. Were you were you were you comfortable with with Star Wars direction? Six seven years ago, I think okay, I maybe, it five, maybe it, five, maybe uh, five, maybe we'll maybe not, five. maybe not comfortable as much as it was. I was hopeful, I really was. I was hopeful, and then of course a couple years ago, that's where things kind of really started I'm just to go. Say this. And out of, out of, I mean, for for what reason? Like the, the the source material is right there. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Like and the whole reason why the the, the wheel wasn't reinvent was was reinvented. now. Are we talking about the neutral? Is that what you're talking about? Like movie wise? I mean, that was that was the because plan. I think the content, embrace. the content that are coming out now, like like comic book wise, even the novels, I think is actually pretty fucking good. Um, and then obviously like the the shows and stuff. But I liked Force Awakens when I first saw it. I, I did really too. did. But it took me a couple days to kind of process yeah. it that it was. A New Hope, just like a, yeah. a, a, a dick measuring contest. Yeah. Like, here's uh, here's the Death Star. Take a look at Starkiller. Look how big our dick is. Look, at <laughs> no, the ma- yeah. look how big the mouse's dick is. I'm just going to put this out there. The fact that we're arguing about it is a good sign. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, we know we're because, passionate about it. Because two, three years ago, before Mandalorian hit, we wouldn't be arguing about it because we just gave up on the property. The yeah. fact that we're arguing about it means that we have hope that it's going to go somewhere good. Yeah. yeah. And we're hoping for the future. I, I, I also believe that the Mando, all these other shows that are coming out on Disney Plus are going to do for the sequel trilogy what the Clone Wars animated show, what Rebels did for the prequel trilogy. It makes me like those movies more. Yeah. Yes. Now, it. I, when I was listening to the episode, I wasn't here a couple weeks ago. You brought up uh, a point that that there's a possibility that that wasn't Luke on Octu. Yeah, because that, that was they, they, a clone. I mean, uh, yeah, they've stolen everything else from these novels that have come out. Yes, and, and I mean it is a fact. In, in Luke the, was cloned yeah. in Legends. They got his hand. Yep. and they managed to make a clone from in that. The, in the Thrawn trilogy. There's a Jedi, Joris Kabath. Yes, who is a, he's a clone Jedi, but he doesn't know that he's cloned, and he's jaded. And he's a, a pawn of Admiral Thrawn. Right. Yeah. And I could see them kind of going down the same route. Maybe they do it. We'll, we'll see. I'm going to retcon it a little bit. I mean, yeah, I've been, I, 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 I was idea. wrong about Mace, but who knows? I'm glad well, you we'll were see. wrong. Yeah, about so Mace. was I. I'm so really glad I. you were wrong about it. Uh, that was that was absolutely incredible. But uh, now, I, I don't know if you guys really touched on it when I wasn't here, but I, I think that the new, uh, the new big bad in Star Wars, and I think all these separate shows is going to lead up to a Thanos-type character. And I think that Thanos-type character is going to be Thrawn. Maybe not Thrawn so much as being the main focus, but Thrawn will definitely be like that Empire figure behind something big and vicious. I don't hate the idea of Thrawn. Uh, I 
I think that's probably the most logical. Thrawn is more. I, of I a, think Thrawn, Thrawn, Thrawn is a fucking threat. Yeah, he is a, a threat, threat, but he's a threat that the way Grand Admiral, or sorry, he is a threat the way that Grand Moff Tarkin was a threat. He's not a physical threat. He is an he is a mental. What threat. if they're yes. <sighs> absolutely? I, if if I didn't know things were the way they were going, I would say that oh maybe they're gonna try and build up give Snoke a backstory. A little bit more of a backstory, get, get rid of but yeah, get him out it, it, get him no, the fuck I think they are. I Let's think like that whole, that whole episode where they were on the the, the they were trying to infiltrate with uh, with the yeah. Caradoon and yeah. uh, Grief Karga. I, that was like, definitely the, the start of it. I think. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the the who was in those tanks was definitely like prototypes for Snook. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna erase it. No, they're, they're, they're not going to try to make it make it. more sense. Because people, right. I know there was a change.org, those petitions always work. There was a there was a change.org petition to kind of redo the, the I'm just like, no, nah, you got to own it. No, exactly. It. Yeah, all right. It's what it is. The other thing, too, in canon, there is a comic book. Uh, Luke actually duels uh, Snoke. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Well, it, it, it came still, out recently. I haven't, I haven't read rejected, it yet. It could still be a rejected Palpatine clone. It, it, I it could have been Ray's father. Yeah, sure, man. Sure. Like, this is the problem that, like, you and I have discussed. I'm not reading anything else. I know you're not. I am not going to read another goddamn word because I spent 20 (laughs) years reading novels, reading comic books, and then lickety-split. Sorry, those don't mean anything. I'm not not giving them my money in that avenue anymore. Yeah, it's hard. I I have have a six-foot-tall, three-foot-wide bookshelf full of... Star Wars literature, mm-hmm. that means nothing. That's not true. No, it does. It means nothing. It's no longer canonized. It no longer means anything. It means nothing. It's still real to me, damn it. No, it's not. <laughs> They've said it's not. <laughs> I know, I know. You're the one reading the new shit. <laughs> I, I, I also go back and I read the old stuff. I'm actually reading uh, Darth Revan right now. It's, it's sweet. and it's, that, it was is. A, that was a video game. What? That was a video game. Well, it wasn't a video game called Darth Revan. No, but the video game came out first, then they did literature. Oh, is that how it went? Yeah. Ah, uh, well, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's a popular character. Fair He's enough. very popular. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this whole story behind how he gets the mask and everything, the, yeah, the Mandalorian keep, mask. they'll keep him. Dude, it's that. awesome. I, I think Revan will actually be canon. He'll be canonized. So what, they're going to just pick and choose? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going to pick Keanu Reeves to play Revan because the right. internet always wins. No, it doesn't. Kind of does. Let's, uh, hey. so you guys see the, put put the, the belt on Daniel Bryan. The DC news? What about DC? DC, we... Uh, How they're fucking uh, done or what? No, well, I mean, they put... Uh, they, they basically specified that Keaton is going to be the old man Wayne from now on. Yes! Which I'm all about. All I about. am. So, they needed... They had to put asses in the seats. I also and saw it's, it's going to work. So like, they're, I, I don't understand this whole Justice League Snyder cut because when's it coming out? When's uh, it coming I, out? I don't even know. I feel like I've been waiting forever for it. But like, is this no, supposed to be this month? I, no, they they sunk like another seventy million into the thing. But the thing is, like, Zack Snyder's <laughs> like, I'm not doing anything with DC after this. So what's the point? Right. Like you're giving us a story, which I I do want to see. I'm not going to lie, but. Like, it's not going to feed in to your movies going forward. And, like, he just released a picture um, which show, showed Wonder Woman doing her thing back in the 1850s. 
this was before Patty Jenkins came along and said, this is the story I want to tell with Wonder Woman. So that's why they didn't put it in Justice League. But it was her with the, the, the Crimean War. Oh, really? And she's standing there with like five or four other soldiers, but she's got six or seven decapitated heads strapped to her belt. That's hot. But like, God, okay, think hot. think of it this way. Think think of Snyder's cut this way. You got Wonder Woman decapitating, like committing war crimes, taking heads in a world that she and was did not, not only to taking them but displaying them proudly. Well, yeah. she tied it to her belt because it was a style at the time. You, yeah, not like the yellow onions because you couldn't get them at the time because of the war. <laughs> now, do you got to ride the bus after you leave here? Because I mean, I try to ride the bus and all I have is five B's. Well, give me five B's for a quarter, they'd say. <laughs> uh, regardless, I mean, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. And go watch Abe Simpson <laughs> just <laughs> bore the protesters to death. Uh, but either way, like, okay, so you got Wonder Woman committing war crimes. Not only committing them, but displaying heads proudly on her belt. You got Superman snapping necks. You got Batman <laughs> shooting people point blank. With no regard for human life. Yeah. Is this? It's about time. Is this the Unjustice League universe? Is, like, uh, like uh, think about that. Are they going to take the Snyderverse and try to make that its own? Multiverse? Yeah. Will, where did you see <laughs> Superman? <laughs> Superman snacking up? Man of Steel. He Come on, snapped man. I'm trying General right. Zod's I'm... neck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you not see that movie? Yeah, picture? okay. I didn't know where you were getting. I thought he like still was just like, man, that was sweet. I'm gonna keep snapping next. Like that's his new thing. That's like the Snyder meme where he's like, hey, Henry, you do this. <laughs> <laughs> you just snap those necks. Yeah, man, that's sweet. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to make of the Snyder cut. Like, I, it, I feel I, it's been teased see for it. so long. I, I mean, I want to see it. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna watch the shot. shit out of I'm it. I'm gonna man. give it a shot regardless, but. Yeah, I just they they also said that Jared Leto's uh, Joker is going to be in it. Yuck! God, I hate that. Why keep him out of it's that? It's a train shit. wreck. I'm going to watch it. Totally <laughs> gonna watch it. You think it's going to be a train wreck? No, I mean Jared Leto's Joker is a train wreck. I oh, need to watch yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The wor- it, absolute worst. Yeah, absolute worst. So let's just sit in this chair here. Hey, what do you want done today? I want ha 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 tattooed across my chest. <laughs> You got it, Joker. He just sits there, like, thumbing through his phone or reading a book or just making shooting the shit with a tattoo artist. No, he was watching Harley going with that hunk of hunk of hunk of burning man. Common. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, so that's pretty much, I mean, that's, is there any other DC movie news on top of no, that? No, not really. Not All really. Right. Uh, I it mean, is I exciting mean, about Keaton. Netflix, I mean, we're, we're, we're big Cobra Kai fans. Oh, yeah. Big Cobra Kai fans. Love me some Cobra Kai. So, third season hit. Uh, New Year. Year's I've night. watched the whole season. Matt? I did. I watched it all Friday. Yep. Micah? Nope. Is this season two? I think Nope. You, you see season one? Nope. Oh, man. Matt, set some flies loose. You won't <laughs> be able to catch a goddamn single one with the chopsticks. <laughs> no! Fuck you. Go wash my car with wax. <laughs> <laughs> Wax it on, wax it off, yeah. Mr. Miyagi style. For sure. No, uh, it, it it was incredible. Season three was awesome. I love the callbacks. The ending. Like, I, I, I don't want to go into spoilers, but yeah. 
I mean, I loved the callbacks to the characters from other movies. I mean, uh, I'll try. I'm sorry. They uh, they acknowledge we'll part that. two and three. Oh, part two and th- well, they didn't. They acknowledge part two. Three no, three is acknowledged part- as well. Three is acknowledged as well. Terry Silver. They, they didn't say his name though. They like but hinted. It's supposed they to hinted. Be. That's yeah. yeah. And I'll they, leave they, it at that. Which one was Terry Silver? Terry Silver was the villain from part three. He yeah. was the guy that looked like Steven Seagal, but wasn't yeah. Steven Seagal. Exactly. He's yep. like I. I even thought this in, in at the end of season two. I'm like, it's got to be Terry Silver who has like they they alluded to that. Uh, John Kreese yeah. has a financial backer. I'm like, it's got to be Terry Silver because Terry Silver was the financial man who backed Cobra Kai. Yeah. But it didn't pop up till episode, you know, part three. Well, I he, think that. But I they think, gave yeah. that a great backstory. So he Amazing. isn't, he isn't in the job. show yet? He is not in it. Well, I but mean, they acknowledge him. Uh, flashbacks. But you don't know it's him. They never say that it's him, but it's. It's pretty much hinted at. It's pretty much. That this uh, Vietnam vet is Terry Silver. Well, that yeah. actor is actually still active. Uh, so I'm sure they got to so, no, yeah. uh, most of them are. I mean, we got we got two heavy hitting actors from part two that came back. No yep. shit, really? And a heavy hitting actor from part one. Yes, came back. Yes, I'm not going to spoil heavy that. Hitting. They did really? a very very good job of of making this lore something so much bigger than it, it already was. I was so happy because uh, I thought things were going to go south. I did too. It showed and, very, very good. We're not, uh, if and you, I was if you so it, happy that yeah. they they averted my expectations <laughs> in a good way. Do you hear that? <laughs> what what the I I can't remember the guy's name because I want to forget it for so <laughs> you hear that director of The Last Jedi? They adverted oh, my expectations. Yeah, they adverted my expectations in a good way, not in a bad way. Now I uh, was yeah, I was very, very happy with this. I one. was so touched. The uh, ending. The first episode. Oh, the first episode. They, they, uh, the first episode ends, and I, I mean, I thought I heard about that, but I wasn't positive. But the first episode ends, and they do, it, it was in the memory of our friend Tommy. Yeah. Who, as we all know, Karate Kid Part 1, he really told Johnny that you should sweep the leg, put him in a body bag. Yep. <laughs> And I knew he was in season two. Yeah. And the season two, I mean, they, they, that's the whole plot of the one episode of season two is they go on, all the old Cobra Kai guys, they go out and they they go on a campfire. And uh, Tommy passes away. And the last shot you see of Tommy is him getting zipped up in the body bag. And I thought that was fitting. Oh, and I didn't realize that the actor Dude. was actually terminally ill. Uh, and he did pass away. So they did, uh, they, they... Um, a little send off. Yeah, a little send off, and they they dedicated the I think it was the first episode of season three to him, and that was that was really quite touching, quite touching. Yeah, that's really that sweet. was nice. No, they they did. Uh, this is, I was in throughout the most of the season. I, like I was like I was indifferent. I was definitely like indifferent. I was like, oh, what are they doing here? There's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of flip flopping. And that's all I'm gonna say. I'm like, what is? Yeah, it? What's yeah. That that all those teen- kids slapping their legs when they throw pretty the much kicks. The teen angst got to me. But like when they go back on the lore, like when we see some characters from part two, and uh, Danny goes to a certain location, yeah, and he sees the good that a certain character from part two has done, who was malicious mm, yeah. during part two. Yeah, uh, that touched me uh, because. And uh, I'm going to share this story uh, because a uh, 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 common prank that 
I would do when I would go to wrestling shows that didn't have a great crowd and I'm in the locker room is we would just start yelling as Sato would yell. <laughs> you card! You come like this, you kill me like this. I'm you card! You card me! So see you and Puma screaming that? Oh gosh. Gotcha. It wasn't just how did you know it was him? No, there was others involved. It was others it was you, it was Puma was doing it. Yeah, there was others involved. But uh, I don't partake in ribs. No, it was good. It was really good. <laughs> and even the even like the the new cast that they have introduced in Cobra Kai, like Miguel, he grew, Samantha, she grew, um Robbie, eh, I didn't like his arc. No, and that's what I'll leave. Yeah. Uh, I'll leave it. We won't reveal too much of that, but so um, are they building up to like this? They have all these characters from all the other uh, episodes, and maybe some new characters, Season and they're all kind of building up to this big bad Thanos like t- character here, Terry it's, Silver. It's it's kind of is that, is no, is he no, not really, not really, because like not, not you have you have like some characters coming together, a la Avengers. Yeah. You have other characters coming together, a la Hydra. Oh, okay. It's kind of like funny if you think about it in the big picture, because it's like, yo, it's it's karate, <laughs> yeah. right? Like it's, well, it's, it's karate, Matt, and, and this is getting it gets it's a like those big kids should aspect. be dead. They oh should be dead God, with those fight yeah. scenes. The fight scenes yeah. are so good. Realistic. Oh, I heard um, they're like Power Rangers. No, not at all. Not at all. Like these kids <laughs> should be dead. That's what I'm hearing. Is like when they the fight scenes with the kids. It's like just watching watch Power it. Rangers. How about you get Netflix and you fucking watch it? I, all right. I. How about you get Netflix? <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> Who gets Netflix anymore? Who gets uh, Netflix? <laughs> you get it. You get you. You get you it. Fucking you get it. get it. You pay the seven ninety nine. You don't tell me. You don't tell me. What was your favorite part of the season, Matt? Because I know I have one. Um. Honestly, like throughout, there was—I mean, there was so much good from it. But um, I'm gonna say the, the that ending scene was kind of like the perfect cliffhanger. All right, I'm not gonna obviously say what it was, but oh. just the, just the very end after the big fight. It, well, the big fight was cool, but the end after that, I was like, whoa! Like, is this really how the season's about to end? Like, it, the the ending was 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 fantastic, and it was like, okay, I'm ready for season four. My favorite scene. Because it was done so well, and I didn't expect it. I didn't see it coming. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Now, folks, I'm taking my index and my middle finger in a peace sign type fashion, <laughs> and I'm coming down in a stabbing motion. <laughs> and as I come down, I'm going to take my thumb, and I'm going to put it in between them, and I'm going to curl my index and my middle finger. And then I just go. <laughs> Did they do that? Good. Yeah, it was watch great. it. Oh man, I'm telling you, like Mike, I think it's gonna blow you away. I no, I'm sure it will. I just t- haven't had a so chance good. to actually sit and like yeah. binge anything lately. But uh, I mean, shit, man, I got a free weekend. We'll see what happens here. And the best thing is they're half hour long episodes, so they go by real quick. Oh, keep yeah. my attention, just like Ash vs Evil Dead. I love it. Yeah, no, it, it, it's 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 perfect. A uh, little bit a little bit of comic book news here. Uh, there are 22 variant covers oh uh, in Marvel, including Amazing Spider-Man, Avengers, Black Cat, Black Widow, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Daredevil, Fantastic Four, Guardians of the Galaxy, Immortal Hulk, Iron Fist, I could go, and Iron Man. I could go on and on and on. And all these variant covers involve aliens, the xenomorphs from the series Alien. Uh, this is to build up uh, some hype 
for Marvel's new uh, Alien series, which I guess is going to follow Wyland Corp pretty closely and also into the uh, origin of Aliens, which is kind of weird because we got the origin of Aliens in the last Alien Covenant movie. So I am assuming that they're retconning it now yeah, that, that there's that different. Sucked. That movie sucked so bad. Prometheus, I enjoyed. Michael Fassbender, such we said it before, such an amazing actor in the shittiest movies. He really is. Yeah, his agent sucks. Uh, <laughs> there is a uh, absolutely worst, Assassin's Creed, absolute worst, worst, worst agent. Not the worst agent. Yeah, oh, the Fantastic Four one is such a cool callback. Yeah, it's, it's the Queen, but it's uh, it's straight out of Fantastic Four number one instead of that mole man oh, sand okay. creature. It's the Queen. It's alien. the Queen alien coming that's out really of the ground. Cool. That's oh, really that's cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, these are all really sweet. The Iron Man one is pretty sweet. I mean, they're all awesome. They're all obviously. There's a the, a King in Black cover. Yeah, uh, I yeah. mean, they're all. They, it's just it's gonna be disappointing when you like buy all these and you're like, boy, I can't wait to see this here Alien series. And yeah, then there's no Xenomorphs inside. Thing, like, I wish they put like a little disclaimer on these variant covers because sometimes you get them and it's like, oh, I'm gonna see this character in this book and then. No. I yeah, did want to. I did want to ask you. What do you guys think of variant covers? Because I've talked to a lot of comic book shop owners. They they hate them. Uh, they, think they're, they think they're ridiculous. They I, are. I think. They I are. don't care. I mean, I have a variant. Uh, I, actually, I have a Star Wars variant cover tattooed on me. Uh, I, the yeah, the Dar- Darth Vader that I have on my arm yeah. is actually a variant cover from uh, his his first initial run when Marvel started the the Star Wars comics. Okay. Yeah. The only variant covers I've ever liked is uh the 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 IDW TMNT ongoing series that's been going on is they usually have a Peter Laird Kevin Eastman variant cover. Yeah. And those are the ones I like and sometimes I don't even like those. Yeah, I I I try I did it once. I bought uh, it was the Return of Wolverine when Wolverine came back a couple years ago and he had a he had like three or four different variant covers with different suits. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I want to get all these. And then I was like, the heck am I going to do with all these? You know what it reminds me of? <laughs> uh, it reminds me of back in the early 90s, the reign of Superman. After the death of Superman, the oh. reign of Superman. And these variant cover actually pretty cool because they did the main four. But it was like you had your normal comic and then the variant comic was uh, – for instance, um, Steel. Right. Yeah. It was a maroon cover, but the Superman emblem was cut out, and oh. you just saw like his logo, like the the silver Superman logo. And when you flip that first page back, it was like a one page shot of Steel. I remember this. And they did like uh, it was like a dark green with Eradicator. Uh, the Cyborg Superman had a blue, and I believe Superboy had like a dark blue. And those were yeah. cool. I definitely had to go get those again because I remember those vividly from my childhood. There was a really cool variant cover of uh, – it's kind of around the same time, too, with that uh, mid-'90s when Bane broke Batman's back. The variant cover to that where half of it was like a hologram. Oh, yeah. It was like uh, trading cards. Holograms were Yeah, all holograms all were so hot in the 90s. <laughs> um, yeah, so and it was – Griffey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I had so many rookie cards that aren't worth shit. God damn it. Now, like, now they are. Guaranteed they are now. Sports cards have come way up they have. lately. They really? Yeah. The new ones aren't worth boo. Well, it's but like what, stuff what, from the 90s, it's coming back up, man. What ruined all this? I used to get those variant covers, too, because or like my aunt would get like the variant did. covers. Like Death, Death of Superman was 
kind of like the downward trend of the comic book genre because like everybody bought that and then after that everybody was buying everything because it was my aunt would go and like get 10 copies of that shit and be like this is gonna pay for micah's college no it's not no (laughs) (laughs) how was the bagel that you got when you Sold those. Out. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of stale. Was it? Oh, it's yeah. A shame. He's, there's a hockey puck. Man, I did. Huh? Well, <laughs> did you knuckle puck it at least? Yeah, you know. You know, D two style. Yeah, I I sports. I hockey. Keenan Thompson. <laughs> Knocking that shit. Yeah, in. I do that with an egg. You gotta. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that's about it for news. All right. Do you have anything, you guys? Have anything to add? No, that's about it. That's good. That's a quick. That's a quick news session for us. I think not a whole that's lot being released bad. lately. So no, no, there, no, isn't. there isn't. They're, um, they're keeping stuff from us. They are. They are. Um, let's get into some comic book readings. Woohoo! I think that's uh, that's that that would be cool. I did send you guys a link to what I have. I have oh, reading. thank you. I it's appreciate in that. In the uh, group chat. All right. So I know, like I, I, I've been in love with with doing random, crazy, weird books that aren't just natural i wanted to go a little i wanted to go a hidden gem um with a classic character for this uh for this episode and there is so many porn pop-ups on this okay like you say that every week can you just go porn pop-ups beware (laughs) (laughs) i know i i want to be like it's the internet people know what they're getting into i yeah you're right i go hit my my email and sometimes cool cover right you know hey will this pill really make my penis bigger (laughs) I don't want to bet online. No, 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 wait. It's not a pill. It says this one trick will make it bigger. Yeah, it's always a trick. <gasps> what do you think it is? And then you get phone aids by clicking it. The on trick it. is just a lady of the night. That's how it gets bigger. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Um, all right, guys. So the book that I decided to choose, it's a very random run. It's a, it's a Spider-Man. It's not amazing. It's not web of. It's just Spider-Man. Number 17. It, I guess it, it, this started in 1990. Um, but this cover is like absolutely fantastic. I was like, oh, I want to find some hidden gem comic books. And this, keep in mind too, this is uh, around the time. I think this is a little bit before the Infinity Gauntlet, um, big crossover angle. So the cover of this photo is Thanos holding Peter Parker. Peter Parker looks dead. He's in the Spider-Man costume, but um, it's a really, really cool cover. Really, really cool cover. So this book starts off, and I do got to say, I love the early 90s animation for Spider-Man. He's swinging around. He's going to get some shopping done. He goes to get some barbecue sauce Aunt May, and uh, he tries to get some other stuff. And then his spider sense starts tingling. And he notices that some people, they're maybe they're window washers. They look like window washers. They're, they're, they're lifts. Are they vipers? <laughs> <laughs> I want to vibe your windows. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, I wish to be your bean dish. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, they they start falling. Their machine breaks down. They start or their lift start starts falling. He goes after them, starts swinging. He sees some uh, a mother and a daughter on a roof, and he's going to save. And something explodes. I can't remember exactly what it is. Uh, oh, it's a cooling machine, and it blows up. And Spider Man is trying to protect the the mom and the daughter who are on a roof nearby. Um, but he doesn't, and he falls down to the ground, and the barbecue sauce explodes by his head. It kind of looks like he's just bleeding everywhere. Oh, splatter! Uh, it's it's pretty intense. It's it's a cool shot. His 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 costumes ripped to tatters, and all of a sudden, but Peter Parker's not in his body. He's not in his body. Uh, he's, I guess, I mean, considering the the concept of all this, probably Soul World, but 
he goes away. He floats away, and he's in another place. He's talking about, you know, just, no, it's dying's not so bad. Dying's not so bad. But he goes to this great white light somewhere in the sky where he floated to, and he's in this, um, uh, he's just in this world with various religious artifacts. It's like a, it's a white and gray place, very plain. And then um, he hears, humbling, isn't, isn't it, Peter Parker? Come take your last look back. And he turns around, and it's, it's Thanos with Lady Death. And uh, cool little thing here, Thanos has the Infinity Gauntlet on his, uh, on his left hand. So this is definitely a precursor to the original Infinity Gauntlet storyline. Um, he goes, oh, everyone gets one last look. You can come look at you know, your body here. Come, Spider-Man. Death and I, we have been waiting for you. Uh, and Peter Parker goes, Thanos. And he goes, yes, Thanos. And I, th- I thought you were dead. And it, for me, this is pretty cool because Spider-Man to me, as popular as he is, as mainstream as he is, he's still a street-level hero. Um, he's I still agree. he he faces yeah. Yeah, powerful he like enemies, but he's just Daredevil a little bit more high, higher regarded. I, I I think as far as a street-level hero kind of goes, um, he was just Daddy's favorite. <laughs> that's right. That's why he was, he was so big. He was. Uh, <laughs> And him and Thanos have a couple, you know, back and forths, and 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 and. Uh, I like this a lot here, uh, where Spider-Man he said, "I thought you were dead," and Thanos responds, "The idea is irrelevant. You, Peter Parker, it is you who are dead." That's cool. Yeah, that's it's, really it's cool. cool. And we all know Thanos is 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 one with quotes. He, he's like he always has some really cool, like, uh, just. God tier level quotes. Probably the best monologue of our generation. One, I, I would not disagree with that at all. Um, I would not disagree with that at all. He goes, yeah, yeah, yes, Peter Parker, it is you who are dead. Whereas I serve death. I love death. I wield death. I create death, but I cannot die. Eats death's pussy. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, that's not wrong. That's um, dusty. <laughs> So uh, Spider-Man's like, oh, so does everyone get this cherry welcome wagon? And Thanos is like, no, no, oh, no, only those such as yourself who flirted with the futility of being a hero. Uh, Spider-Man's like, futility? He goes, you tried to save lives, didn't you? Lives that you were, uh, you were already claimed by death. Uh, yeah, but lives that weren't yours. Well, sure, I, playing at being a god. So he's, uh, basically what Thanos is getting at here is that Thanos, or Spider-Man has saved lives and cheated people out of death. Um, he thinks he's serving, uh, obviously Thanos serving death, and you uh, just—it's a whole lot of him, imit- you know. This is the this plot point. to Final Destination. <laughs> All yeah. those people he saved died of unfortunate accidents, like tripping in their bathroom and shit. Yes, dying in a fucking uh, in tanning a Spider-Man booth. comic book. That's where it came from. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. But yeah, they're going—they're going back and forth and. Uh, Sp- Spider-Man actually sees the girl, uh, uh, the daughter of the wo- the, w- the mother and daughter that he saved, tried to save off the roof. The daughter died, and and he's looking down. At it. This is Thanos actually. You'll you'll see why, but it's him messing with uh, Peter Parker, and uh, and he's like, oh yeah, you, you, she's she's dead, and you couldn't save her, and this and that. Spider-Man's like, she's too young. Release her, and. And whatnot. Thanos, he's punching Thanos. He's attacking Thanos. Nothing's happening, um, obviously. But it's still a cool scene to see that Spider-Man, who knows he can't really hurt Thanos, especially with the Infinity Gauntlet going after him. Uh, and Thanos shows him some more, blasts him with the gauntlet, and then shows him some more imagery 
of the the child eventually shows of the child's mother who's cursing him and uh you know just really like oh i hate you spider-man this and that but this is all it all tends to be mind games but um it's a fun back and forth and spider-man shows a lot of heart here and that's what i i, I love to see in, in less powerful characters uh there's a book i read several years ago when greg and chris were on the show uh it was rick flag going at it with batman uh for su- from suicide squad i was like Yo, Rick Flagg doesn't stand a chance, but the fact that he's kind of going after him the way he is, like, I, this is really cool the way they do it. And Spider-Man, who knows he's very outmatched, right? This is more powerful than any villain he's ever faced before solo. But he goes back and forth with uh, with Thanos. He doesn't back down. And uh, Thanos, thinking that he's doing what uh, what what Lady Death is, is requiring of him, but he's wrong. And uh, Lady Death actually sets him and the girl free. Which is uh, which is kind of cool, a bit of a precursor to uh, their fallen alliance in the Infinity Gauntlet storyline. But um, it ends, and the the twisted image that Thanos was trying to play for Spider-Man. She goes, "Oh, praise the Lord! You know, I owe you my life, and I thought you were gone, gone or Spider-Man, and my baby too." And uh, you know, so he's just yeah, he's trying to I guess make Spider-Man lose the will to live. I, I, that's the way I took it. But it ends with Spider-Man swinging. Uh, Swinging his webs, and he goes and takes the girl to the hospital to save her life, which is uh, which is really cool. So, uh, I mean, it's a very dialogue-driven Spider-Man story, but I love the back and forth between those two. When I think of Thanos villains, you know, I, I'm thinking, uh, or not Thanos villains, but characters that Thanos would normally entangle with. I'm thinking maybe, like, probably Hulk because they're, they're the same build, same power level, but I'm thinking cosmic characters. And for him and th- for him and you know Spider-Man to have this kind of almost a meaningful interaction as well, and Thanos is trying to really break his will, uh, and it didn't work. It was it was fun. It w- it was really fun. I'm somebody who can appreciate villain uh, characters fighting villains that aren't usually associated with them, as long as it's a good storyline. Like I've seen, oh boy, I'm trying to think of some of the some of the ones I've seen over the years, but it's just like oh these guys don't line up together, but it it works. Kind of, kind of like X Men and Doctor Doom. So, well, like before, Than- in this iteration, Thanos is trying to woo Death. Yeah. So the more, uh, the more pure the soul, the more Death will get from it. Right. I feel it's kind of like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, when Davy Jones comes up and yeah. he's not going to take John Jack Sparrow because Jack Sparrow is just a worthless piece of garbage. Yeah. But Will Turner is a soul that's in love, and yeah. that's got much more. Give me to that. It give me that sweet that, virgin you know? boy. So it's uh, I kind of feel it's kind of the same, same kind of idea. Yeah, yeah. Matt, that was really sweet. It yeah. was fun. Yeah, and, I uh, uh, a total I total like, mind fuck yeah. too. A little bit. Like yeah. so I was like, oh, I need some hidden gems. Like I I, I will read Spider Man books all day, but if I want to find something that's that probably nobody's ever read before, and it's a I mean it's a random title from a random Spider Man run in nineteen ninety. So I'll take it yeah. all day. I'll take it all day. Mike, do you want to go or you want me to go? I'll go, babe. You're our headliner. Me? I don't know. Mine, mine's not that great. Look at this. <laughs> That's sure? incredible. I'm not following that. You, you're not going to follow Jaguar? I'm not going to follow that. That's a good car and a good man. I don't think that's uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Not a good football that's team. That's what we call skip-a-therapy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't be at all, all right? It's a good cat. It's a good man. It's a good car. Great on mileage. Football team uh, left, uh, you know, we'll see. In due time. <laughs> a good time. Trevor Lawrence will save him. Maybe. Hopefully not. 
but well, guys, this oh, is yeah, something that fine. I've uh, I <laughs> <laughs> this is something that I've been wanting to do for a while, oh. and I, I find that this might be the right time to do it because 2021, it's kind of uh, I guess we're living in the future now. Uh, I got Deadpool versus Old Man Logan. And this was absolutely delightful. What I'm going to give you guys is the first issue here. And uh, if you guys like it, I'll keep going uh, next week. No, you're going to keep going unless you're going to give me that book so I can read it when I go home. <laughs> you understand that? All right. So we have uh, – we get <laughs> Just no-sell it. We get to, of course I'm going to no-sell it. Come on, man. Uh, we get to our first panel here where we see – Beautiful road in the background, some mountains, some birds. And then the next panel, we have Deadpool running from old man L Logan. Old, crusty-ass Wolverine screaming, Damn it, Wilson! I told you! And then, Geesh! A big truck lands on Logan and Deadpool. <laughs> it's in flames. And then, <laughs> Logan pops out of the wreckage. I told you not! A tank lands on top of the truck, which lands on top of Logan and Deadpool. Uh, followed by a bus. And then we get... I told you not to. And Logan's crawling out. Deadpool's doing some yoga stretches. Uh, and then uh, we have another, even larger bus land on top of that bus. And then you hear... Damn it, Wade! I told you not to double dare them! <laughs> Meanwhile, as he's saying this, there is a big fucking plane headed right towards them. Look at that. Oh, you guys got it in front of you, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool, cool, cool. We, yeah, we do the thing where we share links. I like it. I, so I, th this, I think the second bus was a tank. Was it? Wait, wait, wait. It was a bus? It was a tank? There was, a, there was, okay, so there was a bus. It looks like an ambulance, a tank, then a bus. Then an aeroplane. Then an aeroplane. All right, cool. All right, so then we go to New York City two days earlier. Don't you love it when things start like that, but then it's like dot, dot, just dot. Just about every yeah. Deadpool book that I've ever read. Literally have, have, have every done Deadpool that. book. I, I just think stories should start where they start. I mean, you know, two <laughs> days <laughs> earlier. You come been, here and you get out. Get out. <laughs> you come here and you mock my story, do you? Huh? Is that what you're going to do? Huh? Yeah, Get can, out. You got what I'm going with. <laughs> the purge. Get out. <laughs> hey, there's a little timer. Yeah, well, I'll there I am. I'm going to push you down a goddamn flight of stairs is what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Now what, bitch? Who's reading your story? Two uh, days later. Two, two days, days earlier. Two days earlier. We have a subway. We got some ruffian punks up there. Sup, fools? Yeah, sup. And they're they're harassing this old lady. Uh, you've read enough, Granny. Yeah, good one, Lewis. Kids today, and then you hear, "Yep, they're the worst." And there it is, Deadpool, right there, reading a reading a fake newspaper, and ladies uh, talking about how I wish somebody would slap some sense into them, and uh, the you Arthur know, I'd, I'd pay good money for this. And it strikes Wade right there. How much money are we talking exactly? <laughs> uh, so these punks go off, they harass a few more people, they harass a guy with tablets, and that's where Wade comes up. He does his little ha-ha with the newspaper, punches right through, really Fs these guys up good, even pulls out the swords. That's that's a bit much. A little katana action? That's like, that's some straight up some death wish. Charles Bronson would be proud. He'd be or, so uh, proud. In the current iteration, Bruce Willis. 
I haven't seen that one yet. But you do know it exists. I'm aware it exists, and I haven't seen it. All right. Is it good? Back, no, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Still exists as well. There we go. So we got him slicing up, uh, talking about how paper is better than uh, tablets, and true journalism cuts through the noise, slicing and dicing these fools. Meanwhile, we have a – Will, what are these things called? A hella – not a helicopter, a uh, – a carrier? Like, yeah, something like that. But it's a smaller one. It's one of those really fancy helicopters that you know, those those clowns, those assholes probably, you know, the guys that like, hey, look, we're ma- making perfect weapons. We're making those mutants. What's that group called? Ah, shit. You know what I'm talking about. Sure. Uh, so we have uh, 200 wait, feet. Wait, 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 wait. Are they trying to get to the chopper? Ah. So 200 feet above Manhattan, we got uh, guys up in a helicopter, one of those really fancy military helicopters, and they're looking down. They're talking about how we ha- we finally acquired the target. Here we go. We're going to uh, engage. Uh, we're preparing to engage the weapon. We go back down to uh, to Wade, beating up these punks here in the subway, all Charles Bronson style, and he's about to get that money from the grandma. And some some jerk comes by and shoulder checks Wade to get by and he loses the grandma costing him 25 bucks and that's where Wade Wilson realizes that the son of a bitch that shoulder checked him like a dick was in fact Wolverine of course it was can I get a huh huh there we go thank you you're welcome uh there we go so uh, he and he's throwing his little jabs at him hold it I don't think it's safe to climb upstairs without your walker Wolvie I know you already have metal hips already but that's just irresponsible uh hey old moldy Logan and that's where uh he jumps out in front of Logan as he's getting out of the subway uh the subway station there he pulls out uh his blades Logan he's not having any of this time he's like ah get away from me kid I got better things to do Cuts right through him, and he calls him Bub a few times, whatever. And uh, Logan's running, he's running, and then do over. Uh, Deadpool pops up in front of him. Out of my way, Wilson. I ain't got time for your nonsense. And, uh, and he's just like, come on, man. You at least owe me the 25 bucks that that old lady was going to pay me. Ah, move. Get out of my way. Ah, make me. And so they're going at it. You know, like like the way they normally do, just having fun, slicing and dicing each other up. Wolverine saying some dumb stuff to him about, uh, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna slice you up, turn you into mincemeat, ah, whatever." And Deadpool's all like, "Yeah, you've got too much red meat in your diet." As it is, Logan, let me introduce you to some lead. Baka, 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 <laughs> and he's shooting him with hollow notes. I love your gunshot noises. Thanks, man. That's a, it's it's blacka, 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 blacka. Yeah, I. Uh, uh, I don't worry, that was my treat. He jumps up in a tree. And then, uh, thanks, Wilson, luckily for me. Uh, sorry. <clears throat> thanks, Wilson, luckily for me, I brought my own cutlery. You know, because Logan, he could he could make a few jokes, too. He's a funny guy. Uh, and uh, so he... He slices, uh, he slices him up real good there, and then you see off in the distance there is a chick sitting there, surrounded by what was probably recently an explosion of some sorts. <laughs> I'm guessing she caused it. Uh, and Deadpool's like, hey, "Yo, what's going on here? Who's this?" And then Logan just straight up does the old Toby Keith, poof, right to the nose with his elbow. None of your, none of your biz. I love when they spell your y e r your. <laughs> None of your business. Uh, that's that's when you know you got a grizzled vet Absolutely. on your hands when they say you're. All right, so then we got uh, Deadpool fucking, uh, he's the like, next no. next frame, I appreciate that uh, Deadpool knows how to uh, 
uh, conjugate properly with you are. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, he Very really. Nice frame. He really <laughs> yeah, you think fuck your your it's your you're <laughs> gonna help this girl. Screw that. I'm gonna help this girl before you. So now it's becoming this thing where it's uh Logan obviously is going after this girl to help her, but Deadpool being Deadpool is like, you know what, I'm gonna help this girl before Logan can help this girl. <laughs> and she's all just like, please just get the hell away from me, leave me alone. So they're chasing her. Uh you know, hold up, kid, we want to help, and then out of nowhere, boom. Uh, damn it, there's a big old uh, street meat cart lands right in front of him. Deadpool's going, yeah, where'd that come from? Uh, and uh, so he's like, you know what, fine, go after the, go after the girl. I'm going to take care of these fools. So uh, these other guys show up in that helicopter. Wolverine's fighting all these punks off, uh, stabbing them in the chest. It's brutal. Wolverine is quite the killer, I tell you what. Yeah, that's why, like, when Logan, the Logan movie came out, I was just like, finally. Perfect. Yes, finally. finally. I mean, we got close to that in uh, a couple scenes in X2. A little bit. When they raided the uh, the mansion and he was just like, ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going yeah. through, like, the dude's lungs and stuff. No blood. Uh, but still, like, he was brutal in Yeah, that. and then he rocked out to Instinct right after that. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite part. Hey, man. That was my favorite part. And wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, it came exactly. on. Uh, so that's where uh, uh, Wolverine's talking about, like, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you guys got me. They're, they got him down, whatever. But it turns out it's a diversion. Meanwhile, Deadpool is going after this girl, and that's going to be the end of issue one. And if you guys like that, uh, let me know, and I will continue with issue two next week. Okay. This is actually this is a lot of fun. really fun. It's a I lot of fun. It. Yeah, I mean, if... There's sometimes where if you've read like one Deadpool book, you've read them all. But this was this was honestly it was a lot of fun. We all know that him, any of his interactions with Wolverine are top notch. There and yeah, absolutely. And there's always I mean it, that's just what Deadpool is. He's a break in the fourth wall character, and it's you. I think more people read these for what kind of zany shit is Deadpool going to do versus. What is this story about? Yes, yeah. you are absolutely always going to get the same thing. It's when like you... watching a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's you know what you're going to get when you read a Deadpool comic book, and I know it's like the whole like it's the basic bro of the comic book world. Well, guess what? Deadpool is written really well, and he has great dialogue. And if you're reading Spider-Man, chances are it's the same shit he's been doing for a while. <laughs> he does his little zingers. He what does he do? Is he flings some web around? A go bit. after a big fat guy in a tuxedo. Is that is that? I mean, that's kind of the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I mean, Hellboy, same shit over and over again. You know what you're getting into. Yes, Deadpool is, it, it is the same. But <laughs> the dialogue's good. It's just good to to I uh, I uh, uh, pop your top off and pull your brain out and just go uh, bleh, and drool at a Deadpool comic book and just enjoy it. It so is. So it's ignorance is bliss, man. It certainly is. No, I mean, I think it honestly makes fun of a lot of common. Uh, comic book tropes too i think that's what that's what deadpool is really good yeah at. and a lot of shit is really serious so deadpool's like that nice breath of fresh air yeah. especially in these trying times for sure i, for I sure. can offer you an egg in these trying times <laughs> will i mean if you like deadpool gwenpool is equally as zany as hell okay yes yeah as is squirrel girl she's equally zany that's something i haven't gotten into yet she's like the same kind of thing breaks the fourth wall okay um I've not, been, I, not I haven't directly, been meaning to get into but like you'll, you'll, you'll read a you'll read a page, 
And at the bottom of each page, there's a little quirky comment right. that will allude to either previous uh, Marvel Comics or ongoing Marvel Comics. Uh, Howard the Duck, that comic run was fantastic. Yes. So there's plenty of Marvel books that if, if you don't like the blood and guts, but you like the fourth wall breaking, uh, Howard the Duck, Squirrel Girl, that's the PG version of the Deadpool idea. There you go. Yeah. So, totally non-PG, <laughs> I got uh, the fantastic Adult Swim show, Rick and Morty. They have a comic book. Now, this is a one-off. Uh, it presents Jaguar. Now, Jaguar is basically... Atari? Uh, oh, that's a terrible system. <laughs> <laughs> but Alien but, versus Predator was pretty dope. Yeah, that's that's about it, yeah. Oh, for the Jaguar. I thought you meant the movie. Why the uh, hell would I bring that up? I don't. I just got <laughs> confused for a second. Uh, yeah, my first video game system guys, was Nintendo guys, 64. Come on. Guys, Wegmans has really good subs. <laughs> they, they actually do. Uh, it's too much bread for me. The color blue is pretty nice. Too much <laughs> bread for me. So, Jaguar is basically the badass Hispanic assassin with uh, machetes. Uh, does that sound familiar? I is he carrying a machete? Ma yes, uh, I said machete. Oh, uh, I didn't. Oh, I thought you said I thought you said machete. No, I didn't. Oh. Uh, I don't think that's ever been done before. Regardless, hmm. so uh, this is a character that was introduced in uh, I want to say season three, uh, the infamous Pickle Rick episode. Yes, um, yes. So they didn't really go into too much, but this is cool because like this is a one-off. And uh, I guess this is an ongoing thing with Rick and Morty where they're going to take side characters and give them a little bit of a backstory, a little okay. bit of a uh, a fleshing out, if you will. Which is cool. Ren okay. and Zippy did it back in the day. Ren oh, and yeah, Zippy yeah. Did, had, had their own comic book run. I'm, I'm all for it. So the cool – okay, so we start. A nice farm, and it says, in a peaceful life. And we see Jaguar walking through the cornfield a la – Russell Crowe from Gladiator. <laughs> Touching the tops of the corn. He's got a pitchfork over his shoulder. He's happy because he's got a little daughter and a wife. And it's been a long and forgotten life. And it feels like it's been forever ago. And now we cut to Jaguar and he's busting skulls. He's kicking the shit out of these alien beings that look like... Uh, what, what, what's the... What's the cockroach uh, assassin that they, they, they always fight? The guy oh. who loved the Szechuan sauce. I forgot what they are. <laughs> they're just part of the galactic. Yeah, uh, they're, they're yeah. like little. They're like little cockroaches. So he's fighting them, and he's he's doing it with a couple of other characters that we haven't been introduced yet. Yeah, I'm, else I know. I'm just a dumb bug. And yeah, exactly. Um, so apparently he is teamed up with a strike force called Dead Strike. <laughs> uh, we have the Brick Shit House, who kind of looks like a mix of Bane and the Thing. Uh, we get Heat Rash, who's like Firestorm, Deadpool, and Gambit mashed together in a female form. Hot. We get Meat Cleaver, who looks like a crab mixed with uh, uh, what that what what's the uh, the X Men character who's got the forearms? She's like a samurai. I knew it. Doc earlier. Ock. No, not no. that's not <laughs> X Men at all. I no, I know here talking sure right. Spiral. Spiral, thank you. Yeah, yeah Spiral. Omega Red. Spiral. <laughs> and then we get the other one who's named Pistol Whip, and he basically looks like a mash between Cable and an attack uh, 
uh, uh, uh, evil tomato from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they were tomatoes. hired for a job. They, 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 they did the job. But, hey, you know, Jaguar, I'm going to call him Machete at least once during this thing. Jaguar, he, he doesn't play games. They're going to turn on him for the bounty money. And then they realize that there is a new threat to the universe, a new bounty that they have to collect, and it's Jerry Smith. What? Gosh dang it, Jerry fucks up again! We get Jerry Smith, and he's sitting there, and Beth is going to work, and Jeff, you know, Jerry and Beth are having their normal, you know, you know, arguments, and Jerry takes the old portal gun, and he zaps it, and he's hanging out in the alien race, and this man looks like a blue monkey, but he's got a hot dog stand, so he buys a couple of hot dogs because Jerry's hungry. Then he goes to the soup kitchen, and he's eating the soup from this alien planet. And then, uh, you know, when you eat, and you eat, and you eat, and you eat, and you eat some more, what happens? You got to poop. Well, before pooping. You got to take a nap. Before napping. Got to undo your buckle. Uh, Maybe post-buckle undoing. Flatulence. Yes. You got to let yes. some gas out. So, you know, Gary's trying to hold it, Jerry's trying to hold it in because he's a gentleman. But he lets one rip, but he didn't want to be called out for his flatulence and his evil odor. Mm. So he zaps the portal gun, hops through the portal. But guess what? Apparently, Jerry's gas is as evil as the coronavirus because it's killing people in this planet <laughs> left and right. They're melting. They're melting Cronenberg style. And that he's committed mass genocide. That's such Jerry, a Jerry thing. Jerry, by farting, has killed billions upon billions of people <laughs> on this alien planet. I love it. So we cut to a bar where Jerry has portaled to, and he wants a drink because now he wants to have a couple drinks. He wants to have a good time. But as he's doing this, you know, Jaguar and the rest of Death Strike, they got the hit out for him, so they come and they find him. Uh, Rick, he wants to find his portal gun. He's pissed off. Jerry doesn't belong in the garage. Jerry shouldn't have taken that portal gun. So Rick goes and finds him. Uh, he's going to try to save Jerry, but he sees Jaguar, and he's hey, Jaguar's like, hey, Pickle Man, is, you know, you got that uh, dead strike job too. So Rick's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just here to get my loser son-in-law. And that's when they realize they're there for the same person. Ah. And they start a fisting and a fighting. And then uh, Rick, you know, you mentioned uh, when I was trying to figure out Spiral's name, you mentioned Doc Ock. Well, guess what Rick does? Rick's got some Doc Ock action. He's got some fucking <laughs> goddamn tentacle arms coming out, robotic tentacle arms, and they're fighting. And uh, Jaguar, he's not going to take no for an answer. He wants the, the bounty money. For this uh, evil son of a bitch, Jerry, who just <laughs> committed mass genocide on this poor alien race who just did nothing but feed him. <laughs> uh, so, you know, they're, fit, they're, they're, they're fighting. Jerry, for some reason, is being saved by Rick. Um, then uh, Jaguar, he's going he's gonna to kill Jerry, but Rick takes a couple of potions. He pours them into this alien planet Earth, and a big, massive rock middle finger comes out to say, <laughs> fuck you, Jaguar. And they bounce off to another planet. Then we cut back to the rest of Death Strike. And they're at the bar where uh, Jaguar and Rick were fighting over Jerry. Uh, they're going to go fight him. They need to acquire Jerry. And they're killing everybody else in sight. So we get Rick. He's back with uh, Jerry. They're setting up traps a la Predator style because Jaguar is hunting them. Uh, Jaguar, he planted a homing beacon on Jerry so he can find him anywhere. We see a scene where uh, 
Uh, Rick and Morty are walking down a hallway a la Alien, and Jaguar is hiding behind the wall. We get one where they're swimming on this uh, this alien planet, and Jaguar is in a big old treasure chest. Then we get another one where Rick and Morty are running away from this alien beast that Jaguar has popped out of. This one's my favorite. We get another planet where uh, Rick and Rick and uh, Jerry are trying to order coffee, but uh, Jaguar is their barista. And then they're wondering, how the fuck does this guy keep finding us? And uh, Jerry goes, oh, yeah, he put a homing beacon on me. I think that's what it is. So then uh, Jaguar finds him, and he stabs Rick. And that's where Rick just he breaks down in tears. And he goes, you know, you can't, you can't kill me, Jerry. Tell, tell, tell Beth, tell Rick, tell Morty. I love him. I love him so much. I love my family. Tell him I'm sorry for everything that I did that was bad. And this breaks Jaguar. He thinks of his family. So he doesn't kill Rick. And that's what Rick was trying to do. He knew that Jaguar wouldn't kill him because he loves his family. So then uh, Death Strike comes down. They basically team up. They put Jerry in this robotic suit uh, a la the, the Purge episode. Yes. So, you know, uh, what, what was that song that they danced to? Feels good. Yeah, they, Jerry feels good, but he's scared because he's just killing the shit out of people. Uh, the one part that's cool is the the, the Heat Seeker. She comes in. Uh, Rick fires the portal gun, sends her to this ice planet where she's getting attacked by a purple Tauntaun. And then uh, <laughs> they're just killing the rest of Deathstrike. Uh, and then it ends with uh, the guy who looks like a cross between Bane and the Thing. He's beating the shit out of Machete. I mean, sorry, Jaguar. And as he's pummeling the shit out of him, Jaguar just sees flashes of his daughter asking to uh, to do um, bazooka training later that day. And that's where Jaguar, he's like, ah, screw this. You know, he gets second wind. He starts beating the shit out of the Bane thing hybrid. He starts pummeling it to death. Uh, that's where uh, Jerry says his tummy doesn't feel good. His tum-tum while he's in this suit. And Rick realizes that he's got a gaseous atomic bomb on his hands. <laughs> so he pulls Jerry out of the suit, but this was post-Jerry fart. So he sends the suit full of the farts off. Kills everybody else. They come back. Jaguar pleads with Rick to send him back to an alternate timeline where uh, his his family is still alive. We get a couple of good callbacks here where, uh, you know, Rick goes, in one dimension, I'm a Nazi shrimp. There's a, a, a Rick <laughs> that buried another Rick and took his place. Some Rick was nuked, saving his family. There's a Rick that eats poop, and Jerry loves him. And Jerry goes, no, 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 wait a minute. Um so he sends him back. He goes, I'll send you back, but it might be, you know, you might be in a, a, a dimension where your daughter doesn't even care that you're gone. And then, you know, Rick comes in. He sees Morty there watching television. And, and Rick's, like, professing his love for Morty. He's like, I love you. I don't tell you this enough. And what the fuck? You started watching the Ball Fondlers <laughs> marathon without me? So he rips into him. And then uh, th- this part made me laugh because, yeah, you're right, Morty. The time is precious, like that important week. You spent jerking off to the anthropomorphic Leonard wo- leopard woman from the Chumbo's Chips Packet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's definitely, you know, cheat. You know. <laughs> uh, the uh, the Thing-Bane hybrid. Yeah. What would he sound like? Would he be like, oh, yes, it's clobbering time. Nah, I don't think so. Because no? he's got like a kind of a vagina face. So it's got to be a so little bit queefs? more high push. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Oh my Nailed, God. It. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed <laughs> it. 
So it ends, and uh, we see the same farm we saw at the beginning, and we see Jaguar walking through the forest, and his daughter comes up to greet him, and she asks if he forgot, and he says, God, no, it's it's rocket launcher day, and then that's how it ends, where Jaguar back with his family. And, nice. And the kind of cool thing is, like, the next issue that's coming out is just the Deathstalker. Oh, no way. Yeah. So, nice, nice. So it's like a one-off. He has a really nice mustache underneath yes, there. Yes, he sure does. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like a hat on a hat. Yeah. You ever hear that expression? A hat on a hat. <laughs> Did they say it in that episode? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a hat on a hat. That was fun. Yeah. That was a so, lot of fun. Nice, nice. I've seen the Rick and Morty comics, but I kind of always just walk by them. But that actually seemed really cool. The artwork artwork was sweet. It's, yeah, it's, seems it's well very written. similar to the show. If you're going to get any, I would, I would recommend the... Um, not Beth. What's the sister's name? Summer. Summer. The Summer and Mr. Poopy Butthole series. That's a good <laughs> series. <laughs> so stupid, but I love it. That's my awesome. favorite. My favorite. I'll, I'll just drop this real quick before we uh, we sign off. Was I pre-ordered the uh, Funko Pop Mr. Poopy Butthole when Did it you came really? out? Really? So when I pre-ordered it, I got that sweet. It was from GameStop. So I get a sweet little phone message. Uh, hello, Mr. Smith. This is Jared at uh, GameStop. I just want to let you know that your Funko Pop, uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole. Is <laughs> 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 so I walk into the store to pick up my item, and I go, oh, yeah, I got an item pick up for Mr. Smith. Okay, hold on. Oh, my God. Can you read out loud what I'm expecting? <laughs> I have a Mr. Poopy butthole for Mr. Smith. <laughs> I love it. That's good. I love it. That is a fantastic story. And that sounds just like any GameStop employee, um, how they would say it, too. <laughs> Mine usually have braces, the ones that call me, and they're like, hey, I, mi- hey Mr. Johnson. I bet I have the Mr. Poopy butthole. What a stereotype, though. You're at GameStop, and he... What's up, Matt? We got your Resident Evil 2 copy. And John- yeah, it's <laughs> going to be totally rad, guy. Hey, I hope you like it. It's a lot better to play this one than on the original PlayStation. <laughs> Is there any other pre-orders you want to make while you're here? <laughs> oh, I hate when they do the pre-order <laughs> oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, God. No, 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 it's cool. It, and they're so nice about it. They're so, like, oh, yeah, man, hey, we got a bunch of games coming out, dude. Like, yeah, if you want this and this. No, I'm going to on pre-orders. All right, man, just uh, you want like a GameStop like, like gift card or anything before you check out? No, I'm good. Uh, do you want like buy some insurance and, and put it on this game? No, I, I, think I, I think I'm good. Do you want some insurance for the insurance <laughs> that you didn't get? <laughs> All I want is a Mr. Poopy butthole. <laughs> That's it. That's all I want. That's it. I Sign me up for Mr. Poopy Butthole. If, if, if that is good customer service, keep that shit away from me. <laughs> keep it away. But that is a wrap, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to is it, yeah, our first show of the new year. Yeah, waka flocka. Now this is podcasting. <laughs> Get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards.
Alright, we can do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready. Set. Mother. Delay of game. Offense.